This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, Tony Bennett, the smooth singer who had an enduring hit with I Left My Heart in San Francisco and remained perpetually cool enough to win over a younger generation of fans well into the 21st century, died today. Mr. Bennett was 96. He died at his home in New York City. Frank Sinatra uh, called the former singer uh, the best singer in the business after he became a star in the 1950s. Mr. Bennett went on to win 20 Grammy Awards, including a Lifetime Achievement Award. Here's a retrospective of some of the work from Tony Bennett. This next gentleman is a showstopper, a wonderfully vital performer. Here he is. Tony Bennett. Mr. Tony Bennett. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Bennett. Because of you, there's a song in my heart. I know I'd go from rags to riches. Anything goes. Life. And we still can see the Smile, though your heart is aching Smile, even though it's breaking A boulevard of broken dreams That's why the lady is a tramp and the way you look tonight. When you listen to all of that, you realize why they call him timeless and stylist. Uh, he is uh, truly one of the great ones, um, the eminent Tony Bennett. Joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, Tony Bennett's legacy is Eric Alper, publicist and music commentator at thatericalper.com. Eric, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you very much for having me. What a... What an amazing group of songs that was. I think anybody would be proud just to have one of them. Tony Bennett had, oh, a few dozen. Yeah, no, absolutely. What do you think his broader legacy is? Um, You know, the amazing thing about Tony Bennett, and and you kind of touched on it in the intro, Mm -hmm. is that um, there's not a lot of artists out there that have had a six or seven decade career, um, but stayed absolutely uber cool throughout all of it and mostly because it doesn't it didn't really matter what was going on with music around him he never went punk he never went really pop current um he never went disco or hard rock or metal just for the sake of trying to build an audience he stayed pretty smooth he stayed pretty traditional um, pop and jazz. He loved the Hollywood show tunes and Broadways and, and standard pop coming from Tin Pan Alley songwriting back in the 1920s and 30s. Um, and he never really strayed from that. And mm. even though that his career certainly had his ups and downs like every other career, um, you know, the biggest dip of his career in the late 1970s, early 80s, when he developed a drug habit and he was in um, in debt to the IRS, he turned to his son, Danny, and 
said, I need help. I got to figure out what to do. I don't know if my audience is there. I don't know even if I have an audience. And Danny kind of thought and thought and thought and worked out a whole bunch of things. But one of the genius things he did, which he called MTV and said, I know that you got the show unplugged. Um, We'd like to see if you'd be interested in having Tony Bennett on there. And MTV's unplugged, not only one album of the year, but also for pop vocal, bringing him to an entirely new audience that at the time, MTV, don't forget, was just playing nothing but Nirvana, Soundgarden, Britney Spears, and Thinking Backstreet Boys. So for him to achieve that is still astonishing to me. I mean, that is a very good point that you make at the end there, in the sense that just to pick up the phone and have your son do so, but to be able to want to, want to do that and then to be able to relate to a younger audience and make sure they can relate to the music as well is, is an incredible accomplishment. I think that if you put your faith in the songs and you, you're an artist and you put your faith in the songwriters, and especially when Tony came up in the same era as Frank Sinatra, where you sung the songs, the songwriters did their job. And um, if you picked right, if you picked those special songs that mean something to somebody in, oh, I don't know, San Francisco, as opposed to halfway around the world in Japan, and still have it mean something to the people in Japan, you've hit on a really good mark. And that's exactly why I Left My Heart in San Francisco and The Way You Look Tonight and Fly Me to the Moon are timeless classics. It's not, it's not about San Francisco. It's really about that human experience of, of longing for something and having to leave somebody or someplace to, you know, that you don't want to. And Fly Me to the Moon isn't about the moon or the planet. It's, it's about dreams mm-hmm. and hopes. And we all have that. And that's why Tony was able to succeed is he picked these songs that were just so meaningful, not only to him, but he just had maybe an inkling that other people would want to feel it too. That's the interesting part. You know, in an era of uh, instant music, in an era of streaming, um, or an era of hip-hop, different types of music, global music, that that type of music that he sang, mix of jazz, whatever you want to call it, still endures today. What do you think that is? It's class. It's yeah. just, it, you look at Tony Bennett in that suit, and in the impeccable hairstyle, and he looked just as good singing those songs <clears throat> um, when he was sad and when he was singing a happy song or a, or a sad lyric or a happy lyric, mostly in the same song. And you look at him in 1940 and 1950, and he looked just as good as when he was singing with Lady Gaga and Amy Winehouse. Just class that people wanted to see him succeed. They loved hanging out with him and they loved seeing him in concert. And, you know, he treated this country of Canada really, really well. And we loved him back. You know, every tour he did, he made sure that he stopped in Vancouver and Ottawa and Toronto and Montreal Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, never really, never forgot. I mean, he, he did duets with Katie Lang and Michael Bublé. He thought this country was pretty special. No, absolutely he did. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for your time today, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too. Thanks so much for having me. We'll talk soon.